What's up, Internet? My name is David Webb. I'm Arielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. At some point, I'm going to have to stop doing that because people are going to click into this on YouTube and and like turn off the video. Yeah, if, if you keep going too long, I'm just going to take over. Please do. Uh, should we switch up the intro? We've done the intro the same way in all of the like in everything 150 in last, YouTube like, videos we've posted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I feel like it would throw people off. Like when we switch sides on the couch, people like riot. So I we I, there was a part of me that was thinking just some behind the scenes for y'all. We recorded our Hades interview or mm -hmm. uh, Hades review. Sorry, yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I think I kind of want like people call me nerdy. Like I kind of want to interest introduce myself as nerdy at the beginning of these videos instead of David. Yeah. And um, so we recorded a couple of intros with me saying nerdy and you saying Claris, and it just didn't work. Like it was we were so like, weird. we've done this so many times that we can't. Yeah, it just doesn't you know, sound can't. right. It's too. It's too short. Yeah. Because, like, like, if you say, like, if even if you were to say, I'm nerdy nightly, but you're not, like, like... It, no, I'm nerdy of weird. nerdy nightly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It didn't work. Miller, no, we're not I'm talking saying. about the, like, ooh that I change every time, but the, like, what's up, internet? My name's David Webb. I'm Ari Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. We thought we'd share with you. We've done that in every video since the, since the emoji cake video. Yeah. Because I, when I came up with the idea for the podcast um, back in 2017, mm -hmm. which I can't believe, yeah, this is like the fourth year of me doing Nerdy Nightly. Um, and 2020 was the first year that it made money. Um, the When I first came up with the podcast, the, the that slogan actually came first. So that mm -hmm. was like the beginning of the idea. I was talking with right. a friend back in 2014 when I registered all the social medias for Nerdy Nightly. Um, when I first came up with it and I was like, uh, my buddy was like, well, what do you want to do as your like side gig? Like you're an actor, like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, you know, I just like, I get nerdy night or I get nerdy every night and I want to share it with people. And so the, the original idea was, this was going to be nerdy every night or, uh, and then it was going to be nerdy nights. And then I was like, well, nerdy nights is a little weird. So let's go with nerdy nightly. And then like, I've literally had that for, I've had those socials for six years. Yeah. And, yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Time flies. Wild that it only kind of really, really, truly became a thing in 2018 with the podcast. And then, obviously, that grew into everything that it is now in the years since. But Yeah. It's been fun. It's been a journey. Yeah. Welcome to A History of Nerdy Nightly. You can read the full history on our blog, on That's our website, www.nerdynightly.com. Yeah. Because we also have a website now. Because why, why not just be everywhere? I mean, we've had a website for a while. Well, yeah, just, I've had the website for three years. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, I don't know if people use it. They do. We use it. They do? Yeah, people go to that website. I see the analytics. I see you. Oh, oh I see cool. You. you know, the 150 of you who visit our site every week. We appreciate it. Oh, that's nice. I had no idea. Yeah, most people don't make it past the uh, the first page. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, they usually, most people click on a YouTube video on the first page and then leave the site. Yeah. So, you know, maybe I need to design it better to keep people there. But, uh, no, people people have been reading the blog posts and that stuff, so. Aww. Yeah, very Thanks, fun. Guys. We appreciate all of the support. We need a new command. Oh, Rebel Trooper, our lovely mod slash emote artist in the chat is saying we need a new command for the website. I'll add that. 
Yeah. Well, sure. we'll add that. That'll take like two seconds. Sure thing. It needs some work. If any of you guys are website designers and want to help us out with it. Yeah. You know, yeah, reach let, out. Let us, let we'll us work know. with you. We'll work with you. Please, dear God. Or you'll work with us, actually. How are you feeling? Um, good. Yeah? Good. Sleepy. Sleepy? good. Yeah. Yesterday was a weird day. I don't know why. Yeah, it was. We've decided to, like, be healthier. And part of that meant that on Sunday, we decided to get all the junk food out of our house by consuming it. And so Monday, yesterday, we felt bad. Mm, yep. yep. That was not nice. We had nachos for dinner. Mm -hmm. It was glorious. Um, but it was so much cheese. But, yeah. I, I put, like, almost a full brick of cheese. Yeah. But now that stuff <laughs> is out of the house and we can be healthy and get fit. To be fair, there's still cheese in the house. I won't give up cheese. But, um, Fine. But, uh, yeah, we, we were trying to, like, eat all the, like, chocolate and, like, Christmas treats to, like, have them out of the way with. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Which was the right call because I want to get a six-pack this year that's my goal 2021 you got this is the year you, there's a trend on tiktok going around where men are like dressed normally and then they like jump and then they're in like a hogwarts robe and no shirt underneath and they have like abs and are sexy and my goal this year is to way too late because i'm gonna miss the trend but like at some point i'm gonna post that tiktok late and be like bringing it back new abs who dis i can't wait it's gonna be great new abs who dis it's gonna be great it's nerdy yeah. And then I'm going to be the one posting spicy photos on the Patreon. Just like make sure you just make sure you guys like at David every day on the Discord asking if he's done yoga. That'll help. <laughs> I, I want to come up You're with welcome. like a way to like post a daily workout video on mm. TikTok. Like I want to come up with a funny like series of me working out on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Like maybe I'll just post my plank. Every day I'll do like a, I'll try See how and, long you can go because I can't plank for a full minute yet. All right, we'll work on that. So, like, maybe I'll post my plank until... Because the videos on TikTok are 60 seconds. Yeah. So, I'll do, like... Maybe I'll do, like, a daily post your plank until I get to 60 seconds. Yeah. And then we'll have to come up with something else. But. No, that's that's a fun idea. It's planking... Like, working on planking, actually, it'll it'll happen faster than you think it will. Mm -hmm. Like, I worked up to five minutes, like, pretty <laughs> quick. <laughs> no, I mean, like... I would be so bored... Here's the biggest problem with planking for me. There, without motion, there there is a point where I'm like, yes. I don't want to do this It's anymore. easier when you, like, are competing with somebody else and you can, like, talk to them. Oh, I'm going to ruin you. Great. I'm going to... I'm going to... Competitive End now, your guys. life with a plank. I don't know how that would work, <laughs> but... Uh, and the news. Should we talk the news? We can we can talk the news. It is the nerdy the it is the nightly morning show, which is a news show. That is true, ladies and it's gentlemen. More of a news show than Fox News. We <clears throat> are um, starting to get what I expected, but did not want to see. Movies are starting to push back yet again. It does not look like our 2021 box office is going to stay strong in the way that I had hoped. Maybe it would. I hoped perhaps the beginning of the vaccine rollout, all of these things would save it, but it has become quite evident, at least domestically in the United States and Canada, that the vaccine rollout is not going as intended. It is going to be a slower process than any of us wanted, and because of that, the films of the spring have started to push back to later on in the year. Morbius, uh, the... I, I was surprised to hear you had never heard of Morbius when we first brought this up. 
Um, but Morbius is a Spider-Man spin-off character. He is going to essentially be the next film in the Sony universe of films that started with Venom. Uh, we talked about Venom 2 uh, dropping its first trailer at the Super Bowl yesterday. Uh, but Morbius was supposed to come out earlier this year. We did get a trailer for Morbius last year. And that film will now be releasing in October of 2021. With reports saying that this is going to impact other films as well. Black Widow is now looking at either moving beyond its May... Uh, I believe it's May 7th date. Yes, May 7th. Um, and it, it is looking like Black Widow is either going to push back or be released on Disney Plus simultaneously with it, uh, its theatrical release. Mm -hmm. Are you surprised? Um, not really. Here's the thing. Everyone, like... In regards to the vaccine... Uh, <laughs> I think people were, um, a little too, uh, generous with their estimations. Like, I didn't, I didn't think that, like, like, I, I, I knew it would take forever. I knew, it, like, we knew it would be slow, mm -hmm. you know, um, didn't know how slow. Um, yeah. but yeah, I'm not really surprised. I know a lot of people expected to wake up on January 1st to a different world, and unfortunately that's just... Not the case, yeah. um, uh, which is too bad. Although hopefully by May, um, Canada's a little uh, under con better under control. Um, I yeah, mean but they're not going to release movies in Canada if they're not going to release them in the states. So it's not going to make a difference here. Why? Because we are so so Canada's numbers are generally put into the domestic box office of the United States. There's yeah. there's domestic and then there's international numbers on sites like Box Office Mojo and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, domestic actually means the United States and Canada despite the fact that the word domestic would technically just mean the United States. Yeah. Uh, it's because we're too small a country population-wise to count our numbers individually from the United States. It doesn't really make sense. So we are, our numbers are kind of an addendum to the United States. It's why when uh, Tenet came out in August, mm -hmm. uh, it came out a week earlier in Canada, and the opening weekend for Tenet, which was the first four days it was released in the United States, yeah. was actually inc included the 11 days that it had already been out in Canada. And so mm. that's why that number was inflated, and there's an asterisk next to it being an opening weekend number, right. uh, because it is actually an 11-day number for the 35 million Canadians who had access to it, uh, and then a three, gotcha. four-day number for the Americans. Gotcha. So for the the only times that we get movies earlier or at a different time in the States is when it is given to us simultaneous with a British or a French release, and right now it doesn't look like a film like Black Widow would be released months earlier than its U.S. release in uh, the Europe or the um, or Africa or South uh, South America. Right. Uh, it just doesn't really make sense to roll the movie out that way, especially yeah. with these big tent poles that are really you know spoiler. Uh, th there's a spoiler concern, and there's a real fear. For the movie studio that if the spoilers were to get out like they did with the rise of skywalker the there was the spoiler leak that really upset a lot of fans yeah and um people think that that contributed to it having a slightly lower box office than the first two in the sequel trilogy um obviously yeah. there's other factors there but uh as of right now there's still uh 65 percent of theaters in the united states are closed currently yeah um including all of the theaters in the two largest markets in the united states los angeles and new york i know there are drive-throughs or drive-ins rather mm -hmm. that are open um but you know for for a lot of films new york and los angeles are a lot of the money that they make oh for sure um it's it's it, there is an outsized financial influence on filmmaking from urban areas mm -hmm. 
And so the fact that there are theaters open in rural places in the United States doesn't really give a lot of, um, it, it doesn't really help these movies because these films rely a lot on sold out theaters. Yes. And typically, even films like Avengers Endgame, stuff like that in rural areas might not sell out the way that they do sell out a 10 a.m. screen in on a Tuesday in Midtown Manhattan. Right. Right. <clears throat> That's too bad. Um, <clears throat> I mean, here's the thing. It might, if they do like a simultaneous like Disney Plus release, you know, we might still get seat mm. in theaters here. Yeah, I think they would have to do but... a premium. Uh, a premium on uh, the way they did Mulan. I think you would yeah. have to pay for the Disney Plus release. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, just so that it's not free at home but costs money in theaters. I think if they were to do it free on Disney Plus, it would really piss off uh, theater owners who have already just been put through the ringer. Yes. But I, I would really, I would really love to see Black Widow in a theater. I, I would be disappointed to see that at home. Yeah. Um, I, I think Scarlett Johansson deserves it. I'm, you know, she's put in so much work for this franchise. Yeah. And I know that there's like controversy around something she said around playing transgender characters or whatever. I, I get it. Yeah. But, you know, I, I really think that she's put a lot into the Avengers franchise. She's put a lot into this character, and I've been waiting for a solo film for this character for a long time. The fact that the trailers also happen to look really good, yeah, um, it means that I, I want to see this in a big screen. I want to see David Harbour's Red Guardian on a big screen. I'm so excited for that character. Yeah, and the idea of watching this at home the way we did Wonder Woman. I don't know. It's just it would be disappointing to me. Yep. I'm kind of glad we watched Wonder Woman at home. Yeah, that we didn't, like... Yeah. Ugh, yeah. If we'd, like, made a trek for that one, I would have felt cheated. But yeah. um, I, I, I have higher hopes for Black Widow. Yeah, well, and I've always thought Although that, like... Although I said like, the same thing about Wonder Woman 84 yeah. before we saw it. But I've, I've always felt that, like, she's had one of the more interesting pasts and backstories. Like, mm-hmm. I, like yep. that's the backstory that I've wanted most... Um, yeah, I'll be sad if, uh, if we can't get to see this in a theater. Well, if but... you want to see a story about her backstory, Jennifer Lawrence is in a movie called Red Sparrow. No, thanks. That also has, like, way too much sexualness in it. Yep, yeah, no, I'll pass. Thank you. I'll wait for Black Widow. Uh... Red Sparrow's good. I'm not saying Red Sparrow isn't good. It, but it is, it is very much a Black Widow redux. I heard mixed things about that. One, but okay. I enjoyed sure. it. All right. I, I thought they could have toned on the sexual side of it a little bit. It was a, there, 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 there were a few too many scenes where I was like, I, I mean, I get it. She's using sex to be powerful, but like, yeah, yeah she's weird. All right. There's one scene in a classroom that I was like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> this is a weird thing to watch in a theater full of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when I went to see Black Swan with my mom. I was like, I'm uncomfortable. Mm, that's it, that's different. The Black Swan, that is the that is how you're supposed to feel. Yeah, like yeah, Black Swan is yeah. brilliant. Black yeah. Swan is a masterpiece. Yes. Mila Kunis does not get the credit that she deserves for how amazing her performance is in Black Swan. And I'm not taking anything away from Natalie Portman, but people recognize Natalie Portman as like an Academy Award caliber actress already. Yeah. So I don't need to speak for her. She's fine. Yeah, um, she's... She also just did a great interview on Dax Shepard's podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. Expert. Yeah, it's really good. Um, she's fascinating. I really, really, really love her. Um, yeah. One of the weird things about that interview, uh, is she was talking about how the thing she gets ta- asked about the most mm-hmm. isn't Star Wars. That's number two. It's actually Leon, the professional, uh, or the professional. It depends on where you're from. Uh, the movie has different titles what around the world. What is it called? Leon, the professional. 
It's a movie that she did when she was like 12, I think. I think she turned 12 on the set. Uh, Leon is an incredible film. Uh, Never heard of it. And she is so good in it. She, it really, like, oh, she's so good in that movie. Yeah. Um, and yeah, apparently that is, like, what she gets asked about the most, which I think is fascinating. Cause cool. if you're going to get asked about a movie from your career... You want it to be a good one. You want it to be one that people, like, a lot of people say is, like, one of the greatest movies ever made. Wow. Well, yeah, a lot of people that's on the top ten list all the time. never heard of this movie. We're going to have to watch well, it. And what's fun about it is it has two names. It is, like, I know it as Leon. Mm-hmm. And I never, and so a friend of mine were talking about movies one time in college mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah, have you ever seen The Professional? And I was like, no, I've never seen The Professional. He's like, David, how? It's so good. Yeah. And he started laying out the cast. He was like, Natalie Portman as a kid. And I was like, oh, wow, there's this movie I saw Natalie Portman as a kid called Leon. And he was like, wait, but like one of the characters in the movie's name is Leon in The Professional. And then we found out that there are two titles for this film. That's so confusing. I know, I hate it. It's like um, the Tom Cruise movie, the Tom Cruise-Emily Blunt movie. That's brilliant. But that is, um, it had like three titles. I think people, most people know it as Edge of Tomorrow. There was a point where it was called oh, Live, Die, Repeat. Oh, the time one where they yeah. die and they, co- yeah, yeah. And there's also um, All You Need Is Kill. And so there's like those three titles for it. Oh, I didn't know yeah. I did three. Jeez. And let's be honest, Live, Die, Repeat is the best title for that movie. And it, the fact that they went with Edge of edge of tomorrow what do they call it i don't remember yeah. but is is a is travesty live die repeat is such a cool title for that movie and the sequel is coming soon and i'm so excited oh they're making a sequel i know i y'all there was a point where i wasn't sure about emily blunt and she proved me wrong every single time she's so good yeah. she's so good um she's one of the better parts of into the woods i think yeah oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure yeah. um i agree with that the first thing i ever saw her in devil wears prada like i'll never forget that yeah, that was the point where, though, I was like, I don't know, like, when she went from that to being like, oh, they cast her in an action movie, I was yeah. like, the girl like, from Devil Wears Prada? Like, yeah, she's yeah. she's a great actress, but, like, really? And then <laughs> the first shot of her doing the, like, weird push-up in um, the training area, and you're like, oh, yeah, I get it. You're like, I see, I yeah. see. Mm-hmm. And then some of those action sequences are like, I was, I was wrong. That's she's okay. so talented. <laughs> she's great. Yeah. I, although I didn't see Mary Poppins Returns. So. Yeah, I probably won't. You know what I never wanted? Another Mary Poppins. Like, the the first one, and it's probably great. It's just one of those things mm, where I'm like, I don't... I've heard it's... Mm. We are we're so far off the news. Sorry. We're just talking at the this The news. Point. The news, guys. You're here for the news. In fun movie news, uh, Kevin Feige <laughs> was doing an interview because, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, there's a TV show coming this week. Oh my god, that's this week! <gasps> Did you forget? I forgot it was this week! Oh my god. Sorry, January is going by so fast. This Friday is the premiere of WandaVision, which we are, we are we're going to try a new thing on the show where we're going to do spoiler chats. Oh, um, we are? On our YouTube. So uh, on Friday, come back to our YouTube for the spoiler chat for WandaVision. Oh, okay. Um, we talked about this. At the, during Mandalorian. Don't remember this. All right. Um, so yeah, we're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing like weekly spoiler chats for this show because we're so excited for WandaVision. Mm-hmm. We both are. We both really love these characters and the trailers and stuff they've done for us so far. Um, but in his uh, WandaVision press junket, he was asked about the state of the Avengers films and whether or not there will be more Avengers films. And he said, "I would have to think so. I would have to say yes at some point." Okay. When do you think the next Avengers titled film is going to be? 
2030. 2030? They're going to make us wait for it. Wow, you could not be more wrong. Oh, really? Oh, no, there's no way they're going... Like, 2024 at the latest. The Last Avengers film made $3 billion. Yeah, I know. They're going to make one sooner rather than later. Yeah, I know, but I have a feeling they're going to want to wait until they know they can make money, and once the, like, they, they're going to want COVID to be, like, in the past... You know, like, they're going to want to be able to sell out those theaters. Maybe not 2030, but I think they're going to wait a few years because they're, they're, they're yeah, they're going to want to make that money. They're going to co- want to come back strong. They're going to want to make sure that everyone can see it. And they're not, like, they're not going to release it on mm. Disney Plus, you know. Yeah, I, I, I think 2023. I think it's going to be May 2023. Um, I, I, I think that they're, we're going to get through this year. Uh, and then next year we're going to get uh, Blade, and we're going to get Captain Marvel two, and we're going to get the Fantastic. F- or no, wait, is the Fantastic Four movie twenty twenty three? Because then it would be twenty twenty four. It'll be the year after the Fantastic Four movie comes you out. You think so? Yeah, because the Fantastic Four movie will set it up. the The Fantastic Four movie is going to be like the Infinity War, and then it will like baton pass into the next Avengers movie. That's what that's kind of what the Fantastic Four was for a long time for Marvel mm-hmm. was they were the like they were where you would introduce Galactus or they you know because the Fantastic Four is always kind of been the like center of the comics universe mm-hmm. for them um, and like if you wanted to know what was about to happen in the big events Reed Richards just was always kind of at the center of everything and would okay. know about everything um, and, you know, they're the first family of comics. They, 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 they had that kind of important place. So I think that they'll use the next Fantastic Four movie as the launching point to do the Avengers movie that will probably be Kang the Conqueror, mm-hmm. uh, just based on the fact that he's going to be in the next Ant-Man movie. Um, and, no, I can't imagine they'd wait, because they're going to want the money. And an Avengers movie, I, like, you could put in an Avengers movie in theaters tomorrow, and the theaters would open for it. Uh, not legally. Well, well, no, depending on, like, restrictions. But there's a lot of places in the States where they can open that they're just not because they're not making money. Right. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, like, 2026 or 2027. Oh, that's so long from now. You think there's going to be eight years between Avengers movies? Uh, because of COVID? Yeah. Like, they've already, they're already pushing movies back, you know what I mean? Like A few months, but they're not pushing them back years. No, I know. But I just think that, like, I just think they're going to want to feel really secure about it. And, like, it, you know, it depends on how also the next year goes. That's fair. So, we'll see, I guess. <laughs> we're Guys, we're taking bets now. Come Wait, back to what, us. What's our bet, though? What's, what's our, our long-range bet? Um, uh, Hank Green and John Green on their podcast, Dear Hank and John, have a bet that um, if humans land, if, if we land a human on Mars by 2027 then they are going to, then they don't have to rename the podcast. But if a human doesn't land on Mars by 2027, John Green gets to rename the podcast Dear John and Hank instead of Dear Hank and John so that his name comes first. So what is our, what is our long-term bet? And what's the line? The line? Yeah, like what is the, the exact moment when you win versus when I win? Because I, I'm, I'm going to go with Rock Mage. If, if there is not an Avengers movie in theaters by August, by the end of August... 2025, you win the bet. Well, I said to the... You said 2026. And I said 2024, so I said halfway through 2025 is when the line is. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. If if it comes out 
from for any time in the next five years, you win. Yeah, and if it doesn't, you win. That's how bets work. August. 2025. So I get the summer until the end of the summer season of 2025. No, that's most of the year. No, you get half the year. It's got to come out by June. Okay, I'll take that. By the end of June. End of... Fine, you get seven months, and I'll have... That's six months. What? June is the... Oh, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. June and July confuse me because they have many of the same letters. <laughs> I have thousands of years. Yeah, that, that, that doesn't make it any better. I thought this bet thing was going to be a quick segment, and this is really dragging on. Apparently not. All right, that's it. It's going to be... You can have it till the end of June... Okay, and what happens? I don't know what happens. <laughs> We're gonna come up with the bet later. Instead of trying to do this live. I thought this was gonna be funny. I thought it was funny. Well, we'll let chat come up with the stipulations. Ooh, chat, come up with the stipulations. That'll be funny. Yeah, you you let us know what's 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 at stake here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, speaking of WandaVision, uh, the creator, or the, uh, Matt Shankman, uh, the director of WandaVision was talking at the same press junket, and he said, uh, there is a conversation among filmmakers, which I think is great. I mean, we're all part of this interconnected universe. I admire the heck out of everybody who's worked on Marvel. Uh, I, but um, what was the part? Oh, um, we definitely had conversations about the work. He's talking about talking with the directors of uh, Doctor Strange 2 and Spider-Man 3, which is interesting. Because, uh, you know, it's a re relay race, this whole thing. And so you're passing the baton from one group of filmmakers to another, and you want to make sure that that is that handoff is is effortless and perfect, right? Wow, um, that is a, probably someone wrote down exactly every word he said, and he, they could have cut out some of the words yeah. um, for clarity. But what he's saying is that this, this show is really the beginning of Phase... Obviously, Black Widow was supposed to be the beginning of Phase 4 for Marvel, mm -hmm. but this show really is the beginning of Phase 4 because it is going to lead directly into arguably two of the biggest... two of the bigger movies we're anticipating. I'm excited for Eternals, but like... We don't really know what it is or how it's going to fit in. Totally. Whereas Doctor Strange 2 and Spider-Man 3 are highly anticipated. Mm -hmm. And to know that this, I mean, I think it just makes this show even more enticing to watch, right? Yeah. Because it is coming in with this feeling of like, oh, you have to watch it to know what's going on in these next couple of films. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I told you that, you know, Doctor Strange for me especially was the movie that like, I literally went back the next day in theaters and paid to see it again because mm -hmm. I loved it that much. So, I, you know, I've definitely been waiting for the second one, um, and, uh, like, it's, yeah, it's just, it's, it's about that hype. I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah. You know what I'm excited for? What? Clarice, to make up the news. <laughs> I need to get, like, a, I need to get a, a, to pay someone to make a thing. So that we have, like, a intro to this segment. Oh, boy. Like, a video, like, like we have at the beginning of the show. Um, I'm throwing I I'm 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 throwing it at you this time. I know because we have, we have was... like three more news stories that we'll do in the last ten minutes. Okay, great. Uh... <laughs> I don't know if this is good content for people watching, but I enjoy this segment more than anything. I'm and it's really happy. just watching you be like, fairly odd parents. <laughs> That's a show that I haven't seen in a very long oh, time. Oh, I love it so much. Timmy. 
Although I was on Reddit, I was just like red. I was. I think I was just like hitting like random on Reddit the other day, and I stumbled upon some fairly odd parents content that I did not want. Oh really? Yeah. Some oh. artists did some renderings that I was like, no. Oh no, I don't like that. I am uncomfortable. Yeah, it was bad. Random on Reddit is so dangerous. There's a button that you can just go to a random subreddit. Oh god. And sometimes I just click around and see what's up. All right. Don't 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 do that. All right. Uh, that's a choice. Make up some news. Come on. I your job. am at a loss. This is the, the um, one the one segment of this morning show that you bring to the table. I'm sorry. I bring the iPad of news. All right. I'll start bringing an iPad of news as well. <laughs> you want me to buy you that mint green iPad? Don't say that. I think about it every day. The funny thing is I would be the one who ends up using it all the time. No, I would use it. <laughs> yeah, the news is that uh, Avengers is scheduled to release in 2039. No, Dark Dispatch can't make up the news. You have to make up the news. Oh, okay. Um, the news is that um, uh, deep in the Canadian Rockies, um, miners who were looking for diamonds have stumbled upon the Arkenstone, and there is a battle of five <laughs> different countries trying to claim the stone. <laughs> and that's the news. You're welcome. It's not even news. You just threw out the plot of a movie. It, it's great, right? <laughs> I thought it was funny. I just love the idea that there are five countries at war in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're too nice. We're actually not one of those countries. We're, one of them. we're, we're just kind of watching, like, oh no, eh? Yeah, we're just, we're just, you know. Oh yeah, but we're just letting them have it. But um, I think like uh, definitely, I, I know the borders closed, but for some reason we let the U.S. Army through, and I think Russia is one of them. That makes sense. China is three. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna pick a random country. Um, Costa Rica is four, <laughs> and, um... I, can you just imagine the Costa Rican army being like... In the mountains of Canada. We're going to Canada in the middle of winter. What do we need to take? I don't know. Probably, like, long pants, maybe? Like, we only yeah, have shorts. Um, and who's the fifth army? The fifth army is actually the lizard people led by Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> they're tunneling underneath and they're gonna come <laughs> bursting out it's a it's a really interesting war <laughs> <laughs> oh boy you're welcome i just want to point out that's all fake and mark zuckerberg is a human man he's not a lizard person i just need to say that every time we make that joke because I, I don't want anyone to think that we're conspiracy theorists I and i want to be very clear mark zuckerberg is not a lizard person <laughs> I know. I just want Dark Dispatch to know that she inspired the Costa Rica comment because I know that she's been there. Oh. <laughs> yep. She used to travel around a lot. I'm just going to throw out countries that you've been to. Um. All right, y'all. Let's get back to the real news. Disneyland is reopening, but not as what? a theme park. What? Yeah. Disneyland is going to host a COVID-19 super site for the vaccine. The wow. idea being that... Um, They've got all this space. Um, and so this is their official uh, comment. Uh, the Disneyland Resort, the largest employer in the heart of Orange County, has stepped up to host the county's first super POD site. 
I don't know wow. what... Oh, point of dispensing site. Undertaking a monumental task in our vaccine distribution process. We truly appreciate the support of the Orange County Fire Authority, our cities, and our residents as we continue to roll out COVID-19 vaccines throughout the county. Mm-hmm. Um, and Disney put out their statement saying, like, we're uh, proud to be a part of this. Yeah. After a year in which so many of our community have faced unprecedented hardship and uncertainty, there is now reason for optimism with the administration of a vaccine. So it does look like you will be able to get your COVID-19 vaccine. Zena Lynn, thank, thank you, you for, for subscribing. subscribing. Um, it does look like you'll be able to get your COVID-19 vaccine at Disneyland if mm-hmm. you live in a certain area. And, you wow. know, um, I, I, appreciate, I appreciate them doing this. Yeah. I think that there's a lot of danger in inner city vaccinations. For sure. Because of the difficulty of keeping lines orderly. Yes. And things like that. I think that when you take these places like um, arenas, um, movie theaters, or um, better yet, the D- Disneyland, they have the infrastructure already in place to maintain lines. Yes. To yes to keep everything organized. Mm-hmm. Um, well, just the space and the literal... They, they literally have the metal barricades... And they have a staff, like you can literally bring your Disneyland staff back and pay them to organize the line. Yeah. And I think that it's really a wonderful um, step by them. I hope that there are more large spaces like this that offer up their expertise in line management. There is not a company on earth that is better at line management and online (laughs) ticket distribution than Disney. Truly. Every single Broadway producer would kill to get Disney's dynamic pricing algorithm which is how The Lion King makes more money than any other show on Broadway um, because the ticket prices change based on what people will pay for them. And so that's why Lion King's always sold out. Um, Yep. uh, Yeah, it's a a thing. It's a thing in New York. It's very funny. But Disney, Disney, literally just give, give the vaccination schedule to Disney in LA. It'll happen. Yeah, they'll take care of it. I love that. I love the idea that, like, you go and you get your vaccine and then you can have a picture with Minnie Mouse. <laughs> like That would be kind of... Well, but, but right? also, like, but also for vaccine. kids. Exactly. Like, kids are scared of needles, y'all. And, like, can you yeah. imagine if, like, Mickey and Minnie... Well, maybe not Mickey and Minnie. Or, like, Cinderella was there to, like, hold your hand. Well, no, you're going to want someone like... who has a mask. I'm trying to think, like, maybe, like, Buzz and Woody... Because they have, like, uh, their masks are plastic. They could be, like, protected. That's true. That's Um, true. Just for kids, like, I actually, I kind of love that. That's very sweet. Right? Um, But it is, you know, after after a tough year, especially for Disney and its employees, Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I, I I know Disney's a rich company, um, but Orange Coon in the chat just said, Kylo Ren stabs you with the vaccine, and I'm upset. Sorry, I laughed. It's funny. I'm upset. (laughs) I would let Adam Driver stab me with the vaccine. Um... (laughs) That's not a euphemism at all. Um. <laughs> not at all. But no, I think this is a good move. I think that this is like much safer than some of the lines I've seen like down the street in the middle of New York. Where oh, I'm like, the hundred percent. It's outside. They have the room. They also have the buildings. They probably ha- have no problem being able to keep the vaccine in the conditions. It they have their own kept secret in. police force. That yeah. Disney. Liter- we I'm know. We know. We know. Uh, but yeah, I think that's, I think that's amazing, actually. Um, um, yeah. That's, like, really happy news for me. Yeah, and I'm hopeful we'll see more of this. You know, I'm hopeful we'll see something like this in New York with, like, Central Park. Just, uh, making use of large spaces in order mm-hmm. to keep vaccine distribution safe. I'm mm-hmm. hoping that the distribution of the vaccine does not become a super spreader event. Uh, and so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to more, uh, enterprises like this that are joining in the fight to get 
things back to normal so that the Avengers movie can happen before June of 2025. All right, bets are on, y'all. In uh, movie news that won't be coming to a theater, Netflix, the streaming giant, has said that in 2021, they will bring a new movie to the streaming service every single week. And in fact, they have 70 titles coming to Netflix this year, as far as films, including the Zack Snyder-directed Army of the Dead, a musical adaptation of Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, fun! um, And uh, the Jennifer Lawrence star Don't Look Up, and the Dwayne Johnson action movie uh, with Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds, Red Notice, which they filmed uh, during the pandemic. Wow. Um, Yeah, uh, this list also uh, has Halle Berry's directorial debut, Bruised, and Malcolm and Marie, as well as the Arl Stein adaptation of Fear Street. I mean, like, this is, the, the, the list is kind of insane. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Are, are you ready for 70 Netflix movies this year? How many of them do you think we will watch? I'm going to say 12. 30. Okay. 30? Well, it depends on the movies. Like, if they're, like, newsworthy movies, like, we'll have to watch them. Oh, yeah. I meant more like, well, yeah. Because Army of the Dead I'll definitely watch just because you know. it's Zack Snyder. It's Dave Bautista. Like, I'm excited for that. I mean, pretty much everything you listed on there I kind of want to watch. That's true. So, I... I'm I very know. excited for this Red Notice movie. Mm-hmm. I want a trailer. I want to know what Gal Gadot, Ryan Reynolds, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson are up to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down for that. Because I, I just... I like Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. I like Gal Gadot. Excited for Black Adam. And I like Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. So... I'm yeah, a happy I, man. There's literally like no reason like not to see it. Yeah. So, yeah, we might be watching a lot of movies this year. And that's just on Netflix. Yeah. Oh my Who God. knows if we'll be able to watch HBO Max movies? Well, here's the thing: we have such a like backlog list of movies that we need to watch. I really don't know how we're gonna watch all of these. By scheduling it and making it content. Yay! By making it our job. Yay! <laughs> I'm fine with that. Hey, watching movies is work. I am here for all of that. Mm. Is this our last news story? Our last news story of the day, y'all. And this one's just a fun one. But uh, if you want to if you wanna play Pokemon, and the original Pokemon game, but you don't have a, uh, a Game Boy or mm-hmm. a cartridge mm-hmm. or any of the emulators, mm-hmm. uh, sh- or if you didn't buy it for the 3DS, Gameloft Montreal programmer Constantine Liotard has created a script that allows Twitter users to control a game of Pokemon Red playing out in his profile picture. And so here's how it works. Every 15 seconds on his Twitter, mm-hmm. on his twi- it's a, like tw- it's basically Twitch plays Pokemon, but it's Twitter. Mm-hmm. Every 15 seconds, um, the, the, you, there is a pinned tweet yes. at the top. Of, and you vote. You vote. And every 15 seconds, whatever the top voted action from those 15 seconds is, gets inputted as the choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you want to go play Pokemon with thousands of people on uh, Twitter, Twitter, you can. I was shocked that they were able to choose a starter, but they did choose the starter. They yeah. are past that at this point. I actually don't know how far... Um, well, they move every 15 seconds, so it could be pretty far along now. Well, not pretty far along, but like, you know. Yeah. They, they're working on that first gym... They're working towards it, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how far along they are. Uh, actually, you talk about this, and I'm going to check. Yeah, for sure. I think I was, like, overhearing you, like, listening to someone talk about this. Because mm-hmm. this has been on Twitch for a while, That this kind of, like, collective gaming idea. Um, I just, I really have no idea how you bring something like that to Twitter. Like, I'm sure, like, obviously, there are 
smart people out there who can make scripts and stuff for this kind of thing. It's just, it's one of those things that kind of boggles my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, I want to know how many people are playing it. Like, how many people are voting every 15 seconds? You know? Yeah. I'm trying to look it up, but it's hard to find, actually. It's harder to find than I thought. I don't know what the actual at is for it. Oh, you're looking on Twitter. Oh, at Screen Shakes. Okay, it's at Screen Shakes. I was looking for the wrong thing. Well, if y'all want to play some uh, group Pokemon, you know where to find it. All right. Um, they are currently... They saved. Aw, that's nice. Yeah. That's wholesome, I guess. They caught a Spiro, so that's fun. That's wild. Uh, this has, it, it has 13.8 thousand retweets, 47.4 thousand likes, so it's, it's doing well. Wow, yeah, they're doing okay. That's wild. The, it has its own Discord server now. This is getting, this is, it's blowing up. Cool. There must be a lot of people playing. Yeah. They have a level 7 Squirtle. Aww! They picked a Squirtle! Yeah. Dope. Well, if you don't own Pokemon but you want to play, you can go to Twitter. Yeah. And if you want to watch someone play Pokemon, come back to the twitch.tv slash nerdy nightly at 5pm tonight and I'm going to be doing my Nuzlocke run. Yeah. I'm also going to do some Monster Hunter. I might do the Mo save the Monster Hunter for the end. I might do the Nuzlocke first. Um, start off with some Nuzlocke, and then we are going to... We, I am going to play some of the Monster Hunter demo mm -hmm. for Monster Hunter Rise at the end of stream tonight. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Anything else you want to plug? Um, nope, I don't think so. Um, except to say that I think that you've inspired me to do a Pokemon run. So I'll probably schedule that. Are you going to play Pokemon Sword? I think so. Oh, fun! Yeah, I... So, Ooh, fun. my... The, Ooh, fun. Ooh, I mostly fun. played Gen 3. And I, I played a little bit of Pearl mm -hmm. after that, but none of the new Pokemons, really. And I just, I uh, I want to. I want to. I miss it. You know, it's one of those, like, nostalgia things, like, I watch you play it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, Pokemon. So, we are, so, uh, we are becoming Pokemon streamers only confirmed. No. No more no. Skyrim. Skyrim Saturday. No more Skyrim. Ever again. We'll never once How again touch Skyrim. dare. How dare you. No, Skyrim Saturday is still a thing. And, are you going to start um, Pokemon Run tomorrow? No, no, I probably won't start it till later this month. Okay. Yeah, yeah, still got some, <coughs> excuse me, still got some Hades to do. I love how much we learn about each other's plans in live when we're talking about the plugs. I know, it's exciting. When I'm like, yeah, we're going to be doing a WandaVision spoiler chat show, and you're like, wait, really? Like, oh, cool. great. All I'm, right. Sounds good. You were definitely part of that planning process. I'm sure I was. <laughs> I, I believe you. You make fun of me a lot for not remembering things that you say. Like, um, we're helping someone move on Friday, and you're like, David, I've told you multiple times, but, like, we full-on had a conversation about doing this. Yeah. And you, I believe you. You do the same thing that I do. I'm 100% on your We're the same. <laughs> we're the same. Oh, God. I know. How horrifying is that for you, that you're like me? I mean, if I had that hair, I'd be very happy. I'm not gonna lie. No, you wouldn't. Um, you would be happy for a moment, and then you would realize the implications of never having control... <laughs> of the top of your head ever again. Y'all, thank you so much for being here. This was the Nightly Morning Show. If you mm -hmm. watched it on YouTube, caught it in our podcast feed, you can join us live on Twitch every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Mm -hmm. Thank you to our Patreons. Our patrons. You guys, you, you keep these lights on. These three lights. Um, 
It, this is 100% you. And also you. the lights in our apartment. I wouldn't, you didn't keep the RGB on today because I forgot to turn it on. But Oops. other than that, you keep the lights in this apartment on, so we appreciate you. And we're going to say what we always say, which mm -hmm. is that my name's David Webb. I'm Ariel Edwards. Do something nerdy tonight. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.